this political coliseum, we slay the rising beast with the fateful sword of truth that transcends hypocrisy and censorship. It's time to unleash yourself from the tyrants of media propaganda on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. This is Unleashed, the political news hour. It is certainly obvious that our political system is being severely undermined by a bunch of fascists who are absolutely determined to make us a product of their fate, or should I say a victim of their desired outcome. What we have right now going on in America is a coup that is continuing to progress. We are seeing it in some rather astounding ways, ways that we thought would only happen perhaps in third world countries and in uh, areas where banana republics have reigned for years and years. But no, this is the United States of America, and we are in crisis. You're listening to Unleashed, This is the Political News Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip, co-hosting today uh, with someone who I think is very special, a co-host, Trisha Antone, who is making her debut today as a regular host. And I want to welcome her to the show. We'll be getting into some heavy discussion today. I want to really specifically address the ongoing lawfare campaign against the leading opponent of this supposedly in-office president called, uh, well, I call him Sloppy Joe Biden. We know he's not in charge. We highly suspect it is Barack Hussein Obama, and the man disgusts me. So um, I'll just share that with you from the get-go. This guy has been determined to completely completely turn America upside down. And I got to give the guy credit. He has been more than successful. And so we must recognize we are in a coup. We must recognize that we are under attack. And I hope that we will soon decide that we are at war. But remember, it takes two sides to be at war. Otherwise, we are just being attacked. And that's kind of where we've been. So we have to really analyze what's going on and, above all, analyze what we must do to reverse the apparent outcome that we are soon facing. And we don't have much time. We have seen such an incredible degradation to our election security that You know, it's just it's astounding to me what has happened. They they initiated this whole COVID-19 pandemic and it still hasn't been remedied. We we are continuing to, first of all, to see the sudden deaths that are occurring every single day. And it's not just happening to a few people. You're just not hearing about it. And, uh, you know, this is a newscast program okay we want to talk about current events and i'm really um i'm really almost frustrated 
to hear myself saying, oh, here we are talking about this election fraud again. Well, no, it's not again. And yes, it is old news, but there's new news all the time. And let's just be honest. We have not fixed the problem. We haven't come close to fixing the problem, and we are seeing results of that ongoing. And of course, in order for the opposition, which is the current ruling communist, Marxist, fascist party, for them to succeed, they have to keep us living in fear and in confusion and under threats of violence. And again, Again, I have to say, I respect this utterly despicable, vile domestic enemy. And I say that because they are extremely intelligent. These aren't crazies. These aren't stupid people. Oh, sure. They might have sociopaths among them. They clearly do, like Bill Gates, George Soros, you know, the the superhuman beings who think they somehow have a different genetics than all the rest of us human beings. And so they want to enslave us. And in order to do that, they have to bring about a successful campaign leading to a socioeconomic collapse. In other words, up is down, good is bad. Prosperity means I guess it means you're happy without anything, without owning anything. Good patriots, we are in trouble. We are in trouble if we fail to act. We have massive uncontrolled immigration, and I think we need to really get at the facts of what is going on, what is being done about it, and what in the world can we ourselves do to make America great again for all that that means. Well, I want to bring on my co-host, Trisha Antone. Trisha, um, I don't know. Am I losing my mind or are we completely being revolutionized according to this new political system where we have no say, we have no representation? The only thing we have is we're being taxed to death like never before. Mm-hmm. Am I missing something, Tricia? No, I don't think you're missing anything at all. The the uh, the campaign to basically replace, dissolve and replace the United States and the rest of the West, Western civilization itself, that campaign to replace that with a global kind of Marxist thing headed up by the WEF and um, the UN and, and the likes of, of those people and and basically the uniparty uh, globalists within it. That campaign is is 80 years old, but it's in its end stages now. And I think the, the frightening thing is that it's no longer covert. It no longer needs to be covert. And the reason it doesn't need to be covert is that they are quite convinced they have amassed the power and the control over the institutions of society to affect the end game now. And that's what we're seeing in the in the final push to dilute our our culture with this massive immigration, and the uh, basically the the um, social and economic free for all that's going on with with the promotion of of trans and all these other things. Um, I think they're in the end game. 
And I think that they recognize that if we fail to to uh, overthrow this or, or not overthrow it, but but resist this uh, this encroachment, if we fail to do that, they they are going to usher in a new global empire and and do it without without any uh, gunshots, just as they promised. Well, um, it seems that this is the way it's going to be. I keep asking myself, what exactly do they want? I mean, these globalists, oh, sure, we know they, they want to live in wealth and prosperity. They want to fly their jets all over the place while they make us uh, take the, you know, the, the old horse-drawn carriage. Oh, no, we can't have horses, excuse me, because they, uh, they express methane gas, right? Natural gas, as if that's some form of evil. But, you know, I think, honestly, when you ask, like, where is this all leading to? Well, what has it all led to? Everything that the left has done, these radical left uh, politicians seem to bring about death and destruction, um, it's like the Bible says, uh, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. And they are stealing us, robbing us of our money, sending almost all of it to Ukraine, right? Or to mm -hmm. supporting, or to supporting, as you said, the infiltration of our own country. And that is a massive problem. And I think we need to highlight it and talk about some of the details today, because what we need to decide to do is what can we do to absolutely reverse the situation? Is that well, possible, Tricia? Well, I, I think more importantly, that more important than stealing our money, our treasure and so forth like that, sending it abroad, they are actually stealing our sovereignty and our sense of unity as a, as a nation, our sense of national identity is being purposely diluted by this massive immigration and by the the leftist um, promotion, basically, of the uh, sociosexual free for all, so those things undermine our sense that we have shared value, shared history, shared identity. All of those things undermine that. So that's the greatest theft right there. And the reason they're doing it is is not to just get rich. What they're doing is affecting control. That, that that centralizes control on these global entities. So I, th I think that the, in, in terms of immigration, the way we have to stop it is we have to change the change back the uh, the purpose of border security. They've redefined it as we're going to process immigrants, legal or not. We're going to process them and bring them in. That's what they've defined border security as the security with which illegal immigrants may safely cross borders. So um, that that definition needs to be completely repudiated and we need to get back to preventing entry. That's the only purpose for border security, prevent entry. That's it and do it well, by whatever means. And that's what Texas is doing right now. Okay, well, it's all about control. And the control is to bring about a change. What, Tricia, I believe you are saying is that it's a national system versus a global system. We have a choice. We're going to take a short break, and we shall return to discuss this in detail. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. 
from improving immune health and supporting gut health to reducing the appearance of wrinkles and even improving mind, mood, and energy. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Welcome back, good people. You are listening to Unleashed, the political news hour on America Loud Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip, co-hosting with Trisha Antone, the host on this great program. We welcome you. We thank you for being here. I would please ask you to remember that we have a phenomenal website, recently revised. It's called AmericaOutloud.News. I would encourage you, please go there, read some really outstanding articles listen to some fabulous podcasts, get all the pertinent news that you can, because information is power. And what we need to do is empower the right people in America, the conservative people who love God and country. We are always uncensored here. We strive to speak only the truth, and we have an awesome team of truth seekers. Now, they may call it misinformation or disinformation. But we who seek to always put God and country first, we are the ones, the likes of which America was made great in the first place. So let's do our job. Don't let us just talk to you. Don't let us just speak the words, but let's be doers of these words and make America great again. Well, today I am just kind of up in arms about what has been happening. Because uh, as you said, uh, Tricia, you know, they are trying to determine an outcome for us. And it's all about control. I have said that many times before. We have, for example, uh, uh, the, the whole push in the, re in the past few years with going through this pandemic was about death. And here we have Bill Gates at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia, and he's telling the leaders that soon, very soon, we're going to need to have these death panels because we have to decide who can live and die, who should live and die for the sake of, I think he cited the example, for the sake of, uh, of teachers, because we don't want to have to lay off teachers by helping to prolong the life of these people who are going to die anyway. 
You know, I mean, what do you say to that, Tricia? Is there any justification for euthanasia? Well, there's absolutely none. And yet, when we look at what's happened, like in Canada, where euthanasia was initially the freedom to die a medically assisted death if you were suffering, uh, you know, a, some kind of morbid disease and so forth. And and so they they start with a sympathetic sort of argument that people kind of nod and go, well, you know, that makes sense. Somebody ought to be able to choose that if they want to. Well, guess what's happening right now in Canada is that children are being euthanized and children don't have to give their consent. They, their parents can consent for them. So, okay, children- so please, please tell me the reason, Trisha. Why must a child be euthanized? Why, why is life so bad? Yeah, and well, there, there isn't there isn't a good enough reason for something like that. But I think that if parents are burdened by a, a handicapped child or a child who suffers mental retardation or some other uh, thing that, 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 yeah, they're encouraging them now to consider euthanasia for those children. So that's the thing. When, once we don't value life anymore, once a human life is not valued for its intrinsic value as humanity, then all bets are off and there are no protections. We got laughed at when we said that was a slippery slope. And now we've seen they've they've, uh, slided all the way down to murdering people for convenience. Oh, yeah. If you talk about a slippery slope, I mean, you could apply it, I suppose, to every sector of our society. And we look at where they're going and it's going from bad to worse, from bad to worse all the time. I, I haven't seen anything reversed uh, ever since we had Donald Trump as president, if I can just be honest. I mean, anybody with less than half a brain has to realize how good things were at that time. And, and that was a good time there was, but this campaign is more than 80 years old. And, and the effort to set an expectation that social norms and, and uh, shared values and so forth like this will degrade with every subsequent run, uh, generation, that has been pushed incessantly. So that so that people say, well, gee, you know, it's 2024. Of course, people are defecating in public. You know, why wouldn't that be the case? Because it's 2024. And so what can we expect for 2034? Who knows, you know? So, um People having sex in the produce aisle, perhaps, you know, they are setting an expectation that the social glue, the social fabric should under be undermined a little bit more with every every uh, generation that progress equals social degradation. Well, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we're taking our society apart. Yes. And, and when you talk about society, it, as I said, it hits every sector. For example, uh, you know, at first it was, oh, well, you know, let's let the homosexuals come out of the closet. These sexual perverts. And I say that based on a standard, which is for me, the Bible standard. If the mm-hmm. Bible says homosexuality is wrong, then I say it is wrong. And I'm on God's side. And if you want to disagree with that, go ahead and disagree with that. But there is a price to pay. Now, where does it go? Okay. So we finally said, yeah, let's be nice. Let, you know, let's tolerate these people. Let's let them come out of the closet. And then they say, it's okay all right, you know, it's your life, your choice. And a lot of people have that attitude, even on the conservative side, you know, go ahead and think what you want. Let them be, let them live their lives. But 
How long before all of a sudden they have rights? And now it's not gay tolerance, but it's gay pride. You know, it's gay preference. It's gay preference. Well, that's further down the slope. And then how far does it go, Tricia? I mean, how many sexes are there? Not genders. How many sexes are there? Well, they will convince you that there are more than two. And let's not call them sexes because we have to confuse the issue in order to change the definition of reality. All right. So gender used to speak about uh, grammar uh, terms. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Mass- Gendered language. Yeah, exactly. exactly right. But where did, how far does it go? Well, it, since you brought up Canada, Tricia, um, right now, bestiality has been legalized in Canada. Bestiality, having sex with animals. Whoa, gross, right? How sexually perverted must you be? Well, where does it go? Well, how there can you get no worse bottom. than that? Well, you can't. There can, is you no can. bottom. Mm-hmm. There is no bottom. Well, where do they go from here? Well, why can't you marry your dog or your mm-hmm. kitty cat and have mm-hmm. your way with that little doggy or kitty cat? There, There is no limit to the corruption. Well, and, and here's, here's the end game of that. Here's the reason this is happening. It's because when you, when you basically promote um, hedonism, when you promote the idea of a life spent chasing pleasure, chasing your own feel good, you are going to raise people who are basically derelict, interpersonally derelict, economically derelict, derelict in a lot of ways that cause them not to have any loyalties to home and family, and not to have any ability to support themselves. And what you have there is a very controllable person. So these people that have said, oh, well, I'm a social liberal, but an economic conservative, that's a a, a completely untenable position. Because social, when you have a population that is purposely made derelict by its own lack of self-mastery, when that happens, then you cannot exist in a state of economic liberty. Ordered liberty is gone when people are not equipped or competent to run their own lives. Well, I cannot disagree. I I believe firmly that freedom is a gift from God. Now, what we, I I mean, Trisha, right now, I'm smiling sometimes. I'm actually seeing pushback and we're seeing progress. We're seeing some politicians, yeah, on both sides leaving, but uh, for the most part, it's pretty good. Uh, Just this morning, Joe Manchin says, you know, he, he's he's not going to run for president, but he says, you know, I, I just don't think it's the right time as if there would ever be a right time because he says democracy is at stake right now. Oh, you mean, Joe, you 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 just have nothing to contribute. Right. And and there's this talk of a unity ticket. And it makes me think, OK, they're getting scared. They're running scared. Mm-hmm. But. Here's this guy, Joe Manchin, talking about coming together, bringing the people together. And how does he want to do that? He says, well, you know, hypothetically, if I were to run for president, oh, but I'm not. But if I were to run run for president, I might select as a running mate Senator Mitt Romney, Republican from Utah, or Senator Rob Portman. All right, these flaming liberal idiots who are pushing the globalist agenda, the Uniparty. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And and where is that going to take us? That's not going to unify us. There is no unifying black and white when it comes to good and evil, right? Well, and what that would do is it would unify the the, uh, ruling class against 
the population. That's what that's what that would accomplish. Exactly. So. And but let's take a corollary. Okay, let's go to the more conservative side. Now, there's a lot of people who are rooting for Trump, but the corollary to somebody like Joe Manchin, a, a kind of conservative Democrat, I guess you could say, w- wanting to side up with a really radically liberal Republican like Mitt Romney. Well, isn't the corollary to that saying, well, what if Trump hooked up with RFK Jr.? They became a team. Well, I, first of all, I don't think it's going to happen at all. And I firmly believe it should not happen because it's it's like trying to mix oil and water. It's just not going to happen. We're not going to blend. What we have here is a war, a disparity of ideologies that mm-hmm. both sees the other as being purely evil. Nothing good, nothing redemptive about them. Remember what Hillary said, we are deplorables. There's nothing redeemable about us. And quite honestly, I feel the same way about her. Unless they were to repent, these people are lost and they will take us down that wretched path. Look at what they've done to America so far. Mm -hmm. Our country was founded on the idea that morality consists of respect for each person in the intrinsic value of his life as a human being. So that's that's what we were founded on. Each person, not each each uh, collective, not each race, not each weird gender, not each uh, identity group. Each person, and because they have rejected that, they have rejected the foundation of America. If we fail to prevail, we will lose our country. We have to prevail over them because they want to collectivize justice. They want to collectivize economy. They want to collectivize everything. And in so doing, they want to wipe out the foundation of moral society. Well, that they do. Now, is Nikki Haley a possible answer? No, I, I don't believe that she is. I Because she was all for this immigration yeah, recently Congress just attempted to codify and make legal all of the crazy things that are going on at the border. And, and the goal there was to be able to say, they're not illegal immigrants. There are laws now that support what they did. They just walked across the border and, and butted ahead of, of anybody else and they weren't vetted and blah, 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 blah. But now that's legal. We just made that legal. 5,000 contacts a day is it is what it would have taken to even trigger a closing of the border. So absolutely. Well, well, and that's, and that's what they said. She was supporting all that. Yeah. 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 And she was supporting that. So yeah, she is, uh, she, she knows she's being played. She has to know she is being played by the, um, the liberal side. And I think she's okay with it because not only is she being played, but she is being paid. And Mm -hmm. so many people are selling their souls in this day and age uh, the, in, without realizing the consequences. Of, well, I of believe the, that she thinks she's going to be the beneficiary of the uniparty ultimately prevailing and and this whole globalist campaign to dissolve America's sovereignty. I think that these people really believe they're going to be the beneficiaries of that. They're going to be in the in crowd when that happens. They are. Do you only, think... Yeah. Okay, Tricia, um, do you think that they are... Are they seeing... Are they having second thoughts now? Are they having doubts? I mean, are we having are we seeing any successful pushback by the conservatives? I think we are seeing some successful pushback. And 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 one of those things is that Rasmussen, for instance, just 
a little while ago, I, I don't remember exactly when this came out, but they had a, a poll that substantiated one in five people who voted in mail last uh, in the 2020 election actually um, cheated and admitted yes. to cheating. You know, yes, I so, saw that. So one things in- like this are coming out. It was unspeakable before. It's not unspeakable now. They're coming out. These things are finally coming out, and people are pushing back against the extreme sexual agenda, uh, uh, agenda in schools. So that pushback is happening. So you don't think that um, that suppressing these people and 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 even abolishing the government? I mean, that is our duty right now. Based on what our founders told us, our obligation is to abolish this rogue government. Is that possible? Yes or no? Yes, I think it is. It, it takes the form of changing the administration and then and then shutting down this uh, bloated bureaucracy. We have a okay. Bloated- so so how do how do we change the administration? What's option number one? The election. We have we have to prevail in the election. Okay. Do you think we can do it? Um, have we? Uh, what would it take to do that? I think our margin has to be large enough that they can't cheat with just uh, manipulating swing states. Um, I think that's that's what it takes. I think what it is taking is a lot of people who rode the center and decided that that uh, Biden was perhaps the more palatable candidate are now seeing. Whoops, maybe not so much. And so I think we are going to have a much bigger margin in this next go. It needs to be big enough to overcome the cheating that we know they're going to try to do. Right. And the evidence is piling up already showing that it's not just ballot stuffing, but, you know, the real concern for me is the electronic voting, uh, the early electronic voting. Of course, it wasn't the early voting that really got us last time in the swing states, was it? I mean, this all happened overnight. Yeah, exactly. They came in at the at the last minute with all of these uh, uncounted ballots. Some of so what what have we done to stop that? Is is it possible that it could happen again? Yeah, I think it. Well, I think it is possible that it's going to happen again. But I think that they they a they know that people are willing to watch. And B, I think that the margin of people who are against this um, this leftist march is we woke up. We woke up, <laughs> and um, and it hasn't been done under cover of late. I think they got overconfident and they thought they could just overpower us from here. That's yes, yes, but you know if. You know, I like just looking at the facts, Tricia. I uh, I like to look at evidence. You know, maybe it's from being the medical doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. but I, it's like, okay, where's the evidence of success? Where's the evidence of cure? What can we do? And we're seeing signs of that. I mean, right now in our country, can you, can you list one of them where we are actually seeing pushback? Um. You know, I'm, I'm having trouble coming up with specific Let me help examples. you out. What about the state of Texas? It's been so silent, right? Well, that's right. The state of Texas is actively actively fighting the immigration. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. and then Wisconsin got a, um, a successful campaign together to actually uh, force the cleanup of the voter rolls. And they they actually got volunteers together to, to literally go out in precincts and confirm yes. 
Yeah. Yes. So that was that was, and that doesn't get much play either. No, it doesn't. And Judicial Watch, I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with them, but they've been doing a lot of good stuff to clean up the the votes. But it's it's taking a concerted effort just to try to minimize the fraud, the abuse, which really is treason. Now, I'm really thrilled what I just learned that uh, the good old governor of Texas is deciding that he is going to build what is called a forward operating operating base. It's a military base camp. They're planning on housing 1,800 soldiers along the Rio Grande at Eagle Pass. Now, that is the kind of response that we need because, you know, so many uh American patriots are are touting the power of the state, the power of the state. Well, there's a showdown right now. Obviously, our federal government has gotten way too powerful, and that because of social media, that because of just, uh, you know, they own the airways, they, they pretty much own everything. And if we the people do not stand up and push back, um, then they will take us. But I'm really thrilled by what I am seeing because though the infiltrating uh, of Eagle Pass is is way, way down. The illegals are not coming in there. Now, they're being diverted to Arizona. This is the state I live in, and I'm not at all pleased with that. And we see evidence of it here. We see the illegals hanging out in all these different areas. And that really concerns me because something is up and that whatever that something is, and I I could definitely speculate on it. And there's much evidence if you put the pieces of the puzzle together. But I think Texas is making a statement. Now, I haven't heard a whole lot about the truckers down in Texas. Whatever came of that? I haven't followed the truckers either, but what they they did in, in New York, the truckers uh, elected not to deliver. They they decided not to deliver things. A whole bunch of truckers got together and decided not to make deliveries in uh, New York based on on their um, support for President Trump in that crazy case that was uh, brought against uh, against him in New York. Yeah. And, you know, that is another great example of evidence of pushback saying, no, we're not going to take it. We're going to fight back. How long do you, are they going to do that for? Did you notice uh, what the time frame is for that, where the truckers are saying we're not going to deliver? Uh, to New I didn't happen to notice the time. Frame well, it's, it's it. three yeah. years because Donald Trump was banned from doing business in New York for three years. Now, I I, I rejoice in, in this decision. And I also... Uh, I feel very sorry for the New Yorkers to some extent, because I know there's a few conservatives there, but, you know, they've been electing these radical liberals out there for a long time. And now, finally, the chickens are coming home to roost. And I think it needs to happen because from what I've seen, we have been ourselves asleep for so long, so morally dulled that it's going to take a lot of pain and suffering to wake us up and say, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then maybe we'll become Americans again. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, like in, in New York when the uh, the school got shut down in order to house illegal immigrants and they went back to remote learning. And, and, and a lot of people, a lot of parents who had previously voted left were allowed to finally experience the results of what they voted for. 
So I, I think that is what it's going to take is is people saying, OK, you know, I voted. I voted with uh, this whole virtue signaling. There are no illegal people slogan in mind. And given that I did that, now I'm now my kid is staying home and while illegal immigrants are occupying the school. So it, it does take that. It takes the actual for so long. People have been allowed to virtue signal without consequence to themselves. And once it, it reaches a tipping point where they are having to suffer the consequences, then it, uh, you know, it, that's when it can change. It can't change until then. Right. People have to get angry. The only way they're going to get angry is when they get uncomfortable. We've just been so deceived by our comforts, by our luxury for way too long. I mean, relatively speaking, even some of the poor in America, not all, but some of the poor in America are still wealthy compared to some other people. I mean, I lived in a, uh, I think it was a 36 foot camper for uh, about a year and a half because I lost my home, my, my medical practices and that for doing my job, you know, so I suffered a little bit and I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. If you say, you know, I'm willing to fight for a cause to really stand up for my country in a meaningful way. And when I went through that, I mean, I'm like any other human being. I, I like comfort. Um, I enjoy prosperity. I, I think it's good, but not at the, at the expense of everybody else. And when I finally lost it all and when I was destroyed and found to live in much more uncomfortable situations, um, perhaps I developed a little bit of righteous anger. And you know what it did? It just made me a staunch patriot. I said, you know, I'm willing. I'm willing to pay whatever price it is. And I am to this day. I swore mm -hmm. an oath as a military officer. And um, to this day, when I see things happening like they are at Eagle Pass in Texas, where the, uh, the National Guard is stepping up and saying no, because this is a showdown between the power of the states and the feds. And so far, the feds have been pretty silent. And I really honestly believe the reason is that a lot of those federal agents are themselves maybe deep down conservatives in their hearts. You know what I mean? When they when push comes to shove, they are not going to take up arms against their fellow citizens when it, they know that those fellow citizens are just trying to defend their homeland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think the rank and file in both the military and the National Guard and, and a lot of these organizations, I think the rank and file are, are American, but I think the the uh, ruling elite who have infiltrated the the managerial classes of those organizations, yeah, they they have an agenda, and they are the ones that are rather insulated from the actual impacts of the what they're doing. Right, the ones at the top are insulated, and given their insulation they are not going to worry about it. They're going to pursue the agenda because they believe that their carrot is there. You know, they're going to be the beneficiaries of this new global, uh, global alliance. Right. You know, the truth is they have an awful lot of money because of the money they have power, but they think they are omnipotent. They are all powerful and they forget the power of the people. And I mm -hmm. think that will be ultimately 
their downfall. And I think also that all of the the bit of suffering we've gone through in the last few years. And I think that it's more than most people probably think. I mean, how many people have, uh, do you know anyone, Tricia, for example, who has died from the COVID shots, the toxic shots, or from a hospitalization uh, and treatment for COVID with the, the lethal remdesivir? Yeah, actually, I don't know anyone personally that has died from that, but but we can read about those cases and they are they're, they're hugely numerous. They are, and they're ever increasing. I mean, I, I've spoken with I don't know how many people, and they, they have paid the price. They have suffered, and then when the light bulb finally comes on, and it doesn't always. I mean, some people, it's like they are living under a curse or under a spell. You know, they can't figure out. Oh, everybody's dying since uh, 2021 for whatever reason. What reason was that? Well. Yeah. You know, wake up. But they're still trying to push the fear mongering. Um, The CDC, for example, uh, recently uh, announced that uh, there was a mysterious outbreak on a cruise ship and 150 people got sick. Ooh. And, you know, what do you think of that? Wasn't that a gastrointestinal thing? I mean, it wasn't like a, a, a... respiratory so um you know basically they had a a number of people that got got the trots i don't know it was probably a a foodborne thing because you know yeah do you know do you know how do you know how common a viral gastroenteritis is a stomach flu if you will kind of a misnomer but based on having raised three kids i'm guessing it's real common (laughs) yeah well there you go okay so based on being a medical doctor uh who practiced medicine in oregon uh for a long time i can tell you that i saw viral gastroenteritis or some kind of a viral outbreak uh, similar to that, probably occurring almost once a month. But right now we're in the cold and flu season, right? Mm-hmm. So what's so mysterious about that? Oh, I have to tell you, uh, this is really hilarious. Years ago, maybe a decade ago, I was invited to be a medical doctor on a cruise ship and I could take my family for free. And it was the very thing I was thinking about. Oh, no, because if I go, there will be a stomach flu outbreak on board and I won't even see my family. I'll be treating all these sick people puking their guts out, starting IVs, you know, trying to hydrate everybody. It's like, no, 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 no. But let me tell you, the the CDC, okay, is saying, oh, this is some mysterious disease. Well, it tells us that the CDC is utterly corrupt. They are corrupt. They cannot be trusted, just like our CIA, our FBI, and every other blooming government agency. We need to overthrow this government. And I'm still hoping that this will happen with the election. And I'm very happy that a few people like Barack Obama and his darling wife, uh, they're expressing their fears, their concerns, okay? Um, I hope they are very afraid because they should be. Yeah, well, and I think that they are the ones that are presently pulling the puppet strings here with uh, the O'Biden administration. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, we're going to take a short break, and uh, I will return momentarily. Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act. For our actions always ultimately define our words. 
Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. And welcome back. This is Unleashed, the political news hour. You're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip, and with me today, Trisha Antone, co-host of the Unleashed News Hour. And we are discussing today the crises that we are ever more confronting in an escalating way. We are again being threatened with viruses, with these mysterious illnesses. Now, I want to remind you, please, if you would go to AmericaOutloud.shop, you'll find there some of the latest health uh, resources, very awesome product innovations that uh, may very well enhance your life. Use the code out loud, please, and you'll get a very special discount. We cherish you people, and we do uh, truly hope for your, your health and wealth, both mentally, physically, spiritually, and we are here to help in any way that we can. And of course, people who reside in a free nation are much happier, much healthier. And with happiness comes typically good health. As the Bible says, the, uh, the, the joy, the health benefits from laughter is incredible. Laughter does good like medicine, the Bible says. And you can laugh when you are happy and you can be happy only when you are free. And of course, if you want to be free, you must know, embellish, and live the truth. You, mu you must make it the foremost pursuit of your life to live free. And you can only do that by knowing truth, 
That is why we are here today to simply speak the truth. Trisha, I am forever asking myself, how ever could we have gotten to this point where our complete political system is undermined, being broken down, our our economy, our, our society, our morality, any way you look at it, it is a broken system. This just does not sound like the uni, unity ticket that anybody wants. Mm-hmm. What, what's our way out of this? I think we have to restore our primary purpose. Our society's primary, the primary purpose that America was established was to support and defend the liberty of the individual person. And so that is why respect for each person's intrinsic value and the equal standing of his life and rights, that was the definition of morality. Well, we've allowed that to be really discarded. We've allowed that to be completely discarded. And now the instead of the purpose of government being to support and defend the individual and the living of his life, that it, it isn't that anymore. Now it's the, the government is supposed to create society and the government is supposed to run society. And you'll even hear people on the conservative side saying the, the president running the country. Well, no, the, the president of a, of a, uh, a society that, that cherishes ordered liberty doesn't run the country. The president. Well, they have had op- administration. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been conditioned. Um, Let me shift gears just a little bit with you. Um, We have Donald Trump now, who is the primary opposition politically. This guy, if I were to just guess, you know, looking at the polls, looking at uh, his rallies, looking at everything that's going on, I'd say that the Americans have already made their decision who they want their president to be. Of course, the opposing party that exists right now, the ruling opposition, uh, which is really ruling uh, according to the law of tyranny, um, mm-hmm. they're going to do everything they can to take this guy down. Will they succeed? It's ironic that they are constantly talking about the threats to our democracy, and they are the most anti-democratic element ever that we've ever seen. You know, they they constantly undermine the democratic process. And, and yeah, they want to take him out through lawfare. They want to make sure that the judiciary determines the content of our ballot. Well, that's real democratic, not. And, um, and they, and they want to make sure that the, uh, the the voting itself is done in such a way that that it's completely sloppy. They want to undermine all the rules that guaranteed election integrity. So um, they are they are undemocratic. But most of all, the most democracy starts with the free and and open discourse of the public. Right. I mean, we have to have access to information. We have to be able to process and discuss and talk about that information. And that's where democracy starts, not at a ballot box. It starts right there. And um, and so that's where they want to want to undermine democracy is by undermining our capacity to receive information and to discuss it freely. Right. That is America. Mm-hmm. That's what a free nation does. But, you know, take this lawfare campaign campaign that's been going against Donald Trump. Now, this Judge Engeron from New York, um, mm-hmm. I simply do not understand how this guy could not be disbarred, removed from office. The guy is obviously, I mean, over the top, obviously 
corrupt, along with Letitia James, Jack Smith. Mm-hmm. How are these people getting away with it? How are we well, letting I think them they, get away with it? I think they don't care anymore. That's why I, in, in the beginning of our conversation today, I said, you know, the, the covert is gone now. It's all out in the open. And the the who, who are uh, you saying strategy. are the they? Who are you calling they when you say oh, they I, don't care? I'm I'm talking about this agenda to undermine and dissolve America. It's not being pursued in in covert anymore. It's being pr- pursued openly. And I think in the in the example that you are giving right now of Engron and and Letitia James and all of these people who are aligned with this agenda, and I I believe they don't care whether or not this is overturned in the end, it will be. That that suit and that decision will be overturned in the end. But I don't think they care because they want to they believe that if they if that does enough damage to Trump's ability to run and Trump's ability to reach people and so forth. I think if they think they can do enough damage, then it's worth it. So I don't I don't think they care anymore that that um it's gonna be overturned and and um they'll be seen as as liars. Like like the uh the other case, um Fannie Willis, you know, she's she's blown up her own case with her own relationship with that man she appointed and and um they they put extremely compromised people out there as the um I don't know as the point person on on a on a given battle plan here and they don't even care that that isn't it's not truthful it's not it, it's easily seen through it's going to be busted up in the end I don't think they even care anymore yeah that's why I think they're desperate now they're 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 going okay. It's it's all out in the open. We can't hide it anymore. We either got a final push to the to the finish line or bust. And so I think that's where. Well, I at. suppose you're right, and that certainly does point to their evil. Because mm-hmm. um, my definition of an absolute total loser, I mean, just my definition of someone who is an absolute loser is someone that doesn't care. It just says, I don't care. And that's exactly what they're demonstrating. And that should make us angry. And if not for ourselves, then for our neighbors, for our fellow Americans. I care. I mean, I've heard people on social media saying, I can't believe it. I cannot believe how much I am being taxed this year. I'm having to, I owe them. And I've already been paying out you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And this year I owe them money and it just makes my blood curdle because they are just wringing it out of us. You know, they Mm -hmm. are, are soaking us and there's no end to what they will do. And it all makes them happy because their goal is to destroy America. And so every time we cringe, every time we get angry, every time we suffer, they rejoice And when you talk about, as you mentioned earlier, this tipping point, I ask myself, what is the tipping point and how is this going to play out? Because I believe somehow that maybe if not 100%, but a lot of this is going to play out almost to an end game by the election time. Something's got to give. Um, Yeah, I think they believe that the the tipping point is is when – there is a, 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 I don't know, a, a final number of, uh, you know, a, an extreme number of people who no longer place their faith in the Constitution or in the country as constituted. And I think that is one of the reasons why they don't 
care anymore that we see corruption, that we see the corruption of purpose, that we because they want a lot of people would on whatever side they are to to feel like, okay, that's it. The American experiment has failed and we have lost faith in our nation as constituted. And when that happens, then chaos does ensue because people no longer trust the system. That is exactly right. And they should not trust the system. Well, they, Trisha, shouldn't, they shouldn't trust this administration. But I'll tell you what, our constitution, our nation as constituted, we're not following that now, but as constituted is worthy of our trust. Amen. I agree with that. Well, Trisha, I thank you for being with me today. We are about out of time. And I want to thank you listeners, but I want to challenge you also realize that America is in crisis. We are now at a point where we are calling forward patriots to stand your ground. Don't hold the line, push the line. Let's launch an offensive. Let's do all that we possibly can to take back this great country. Let's make it great again by caring, by daring to even suffer if we are called to do such, and we are. Let us be willing to pay the price so that we can win back our nation and look at our children and look at our grandchildren with some integrity and said, I did everything I could to save this nation so that you might enjoy peace and prosperity in your lifetime. That was the great America that we once knew. That is the nostalgia we have for a nation that has gone by. I don't plan on having the nails put in the coffin of the United States of America. I choose to fight for this nation, whatever the cost. And I hope you do too. One thing we can do is speak the truth and live the truth. Let's do it. Let's unleash the truth.